Hello, welcome back to the Magic Woods podcast. This is the first episode of season 11, and it's called Wrathworm's Lair. Kitty woke up with a start. <gasps> she was in a dank, dark chamber, and for a second she was confused. Was she still in the Hopgoblin dungeons? But then she realized she was in a different dungeon. Ah, oh, she sat up and said, where am I? And a voice answered her from the other side of the dungeon. No idea, Ruffy. <gasps> Doggy! Kitty ran over and hugged her friend. Oh, and then she frowned and said, oh, where are the others? Are they okay? Doggy said, I have no idea. I just woke up a little while ago myself. I think the scorpions poisoned us and knocked us out, but then they just gave us some medicine to wake us up. Uh, Kitty felt the sore spot on her back leg where a scorpion had stung her. It had begun to heal a little bit, didn't hurt as much. She said, yeah, good theory, Doggy. Where in the world did they bring us? Doggy glanced at the little window near the ceiling. Oh, I'm not even sure we're in the same world, Ruffy. What? Kitty stood on tiptoe and peered through the iron bars of the tiny window. She saw a wild, prehistoric-looking jungle world with stormy skies and blasts of purple lightning. In the distance came an occasional rumbling sound, like landslides or thunder. Kitty shook her head. Okay. Well, wherever we are, Meowmy, we need to get out of this dungeon and see if the others are okay. Just then, a pair of slug-like creatures sidled up to the dungeon door. They had goofy, mismatched eyes on long, wavery stalks, and they kept bumping into each other. Kitty rushed up to the door and tried to grab them through the bars. Let us out of here, Meowmy. The slugs slithered back, bumping into each other, and briefly got their eye stalks entangled. Oh, well, we, we can't let you out. The master would be so mad. Kitty said, who is your master? <laughs> the slugs shivered, their googly eyes wobbling. Duh, duh, the dark wizard Wrathworm is our master. <laughs> Kitty said, the dark wizard Wrathworm. Hmm. Yeah, Cannonball Eddie worked for that guy. So this is all Cannonball Eddie's fault. Hmm. Figures. <laughs> the slugs shivered and made pathetic, fearful noises. Doggy walked over to the bars of the dungeon and talked to the slugs gently. He said, uh, what are your names, Ruffy? One slug said, my name's Doofer and this is Dumbling. The other slug said, wait, I thought I was Doofer and you were Dumbling. The first slug said, no, I'm Dumbling and you're Doofer. Oh. Doggy said, uh, well, nice to meet you both. He pointed to Kitty and said, This is the famous Kitty Karate, and I'm her loyal sidekick, Doggy Cornelius Munchabunch the third, And the second, apparently. Doofer and Dumbling went, Duh? And Kitty shook her head and said, Meow me, why are you being nice to them? Doggy said, well, maybe they can't help being minions. And if we're nice to them, maybe someday they'll be nice to us. And then Doofer, or Dumbling, said, uh, we're, we're not technically minions yet, 
we're just servants right now, but someday we hope to rise to the level of minions. The other slug said, and maybe someday we'll even get to be henchmen or underlings. Ooh. The slugs squirmed in delight, their gangly eye stalks shaking. Kitty went, oh my gosh. Just then there was a noise in the hallway. Ugh. A group of millipede soldiers and a single scorpion guard appeared at the door. The scorpion said, out of the way, slime balls, and pushed Doofer and Dumbling to the side. Then he unlocked the door and pointed his spear at Kitty and Doggy. The dark wizard summons you to dinner. Ooh, Doggy wagged his tail. Sounds fine by me. Kitty just looked at him. Doggy said, what? We still need to eat. We might as well be excited about it. The guards led them up a series of winding stairs to a modest-sized throne room, and Kitty and Doggy were made to sit at one end of a long black table. A pair of millipedes brought them plates full of food, wet leaves, soggy mushrooms, and clumps of a brown jelly-like material that might have been some sort of gross collection of insect eggs. It was hard to tell. And they said, this is swamp salad. Enjoy it. <laughs> Doggy said, oh, thank you. Kitty crossed her arms and said, I'm not hungry. Suddenly, a scorpion guard stood tall and said, all hail the dark wizard, Wrathworm. Kitty and Doggy held their breaths, waiting to see the powerful evil wizard who had kidnapped them and brought them to this awful place. And then a squishy, fat, white worm wearing a purple cloak, slithered into the room. And Kitty said, Wrath worm, you're a literal worm. I'm a grub, actually, said Wrath worm. And he wriggled his little front legs. He had little legs underneath his palpy, gross-looking face. Yes, a grub, but one with considerable powers. He waved his forearms in a funny way. And suddenly, Kitty felt herself floating up into the air. Whoa! And then Wrathworm waved his arms again, and Kitty floated back down gently to her seat. Hmm. You see? Wrathworm sat at the head of the table and smiled. Now, please join me for dinner. Sorry if the trip here was startling. Doggy started in on his swamp salad. And he said, yeah, Ruffy, why did you kidnap us? Ah, I'm glad you asked. You see, you both have something I need. This world, I'm afraid, is falling apart. I'm sure you've heard the distant sound of crumbling reality. Doggy said, oh yeah, I think we did hear that. So we're in another world? And Wrathworm said, yes, indeed you are. This isn't ZN9423, I'm afraid. This world is called Magnolia for some reason, and it's dying. Doggy said, oh, how can we help? And then he took some more bites of his swamp salad. Wrathworm took a bite of his own salad and smiled, and he said, Well, as I said, you both have something I need. Kitty, you know the word that can create a world. Kitty said, no, I don't. Wrathworm waved a couple of his arms impatiently. Well, you did. We will try and extract it from the depths of your brain 
just in case the memory is still in there somewhere. Kitty said, it's not. Doggy took another bite. Well, what do I have? Well, you, my fuzzy friend, have special powers. Doggy frowned. I do? Yes, according to what I have seen in my all-seeing rust bucket. Dumbling and Doofer, the slugs, had entered the room, and one of them said, The the all-seeing rust bucket is how our master sees the future. Rathworm nodded and said, Yes, the rust bucket shows me many things across Rotua's ring of worlds. And I saw that you, Mr. Cornelius Munchabunch, are blessed with special powers. Doggy said, Ah, I really don't think so, Ruffy. Rathworm smiled and said, Really? Did not a golden backpack full of treasures appear when you most needed it? Did you not find a way to alter the laws of physics in your defeat of the Avalanche Queen? And were you not the one to discover Spring Valley on a whim, as they call it? Doggy said, uh, But I didn't make any of those things happen, Ruffy. It was all accidental. Rathworm said, Yes, because you have an innocent brain that somehow activates magic and makes things come to be. If I can extract that essence from you and control it, then I could use it to save this world. Rathworm put down his fork and pulled a silver amulet out from under his velvet cloak, and Kitty said, That's mine! Rathworm said, Actually, it isn't. According to my all-seeing rust bucket, this amulet, emblazoned with the letters P-K-N-A, once belonged to a young Mimi named Era. Kitty said, What, it did? She felt surprised. She'd thought of the amulet as her lucky charm for many years now. Rathworm said, Regardless of its origin, the amulet has passed on to me now. Kitty said, No, because Cannonball Eddie stole it from me. Rathworm said, He stole it fair and square, and then I paid him for it with considerable amounts of gold. And now I will have my arthropod engineers take it apart. Kitty said, No, why would you do that? Because inside this amulet is a tiny space crystal. My engineers will take the amulet apart and use the crystal within to capture Doggy's essence, if we can. Kitty stood up suddenly. The scorpion and millipede guard stepped forward to grab her, but Rathworm gave a signal for them to hold back. For now. Kitty said, You won't dare hurt my friend or anyone else, you evil monster. Rathworm sighed. (sighs) Some of his hands began to pick at his dinner again. Well, that hurts my feelings. I'm just trying to save this world. The real evil monster is Rotua, not me. Doggy said, who is Rotua? Rathworm said, a powerful dark wizard in his own right, much more powerful than I am. He created no less than seven worlds in the Dreamlands, including this one and Magic Woods. Kitty said, ah, you're wrong, Rathworm. Mandalico made Magic Woods. 
Rathworm said, Ah, but who made Mandalico? Kitty was silent a moment, considering this. And then Rathworm continued, Did not Mandalico emerge from the dream world? The weird lands, as you call them? Doggy said, Yeah, that's what Xanadu told us. Well then, if Mandalico arose in the dream world, then that means someone dreamed Mandalico into being. Doggy finished licking his plate. Oh, did Rotua dream Mandalico into being? Yes. Well, Rotua and his sister. But Rotua dreamt up the other six worlds, including this one. And now he's destroying them, one by one. Doggy said, why? Rathworm shrugged his many little arms. Who knows? But, hopefully, you can help me to stop him from destroying this world. He wiped his palps with a fancy little towel, and then he waved to his guards. Bring the cat to extraction room 427, and the dog to extraction room 29B. The guards came forward and grabbed Kitty and Doggy, and Doggy said, But wait a minute, what about dessert? I'm sorry, my fuzzy friend, but there will be no dessert for you anymore. And then the guards dragged Kitty and Doggy in two different directions, and Kitty reached out for Doggy and said, Doggy! And Doggy reached out for Kitty and said, Kitty! And then they were taken to two different rooms and different parts of Rathworm's lair. Well, that's the end of the story, Rathworm's Lair. The next story is called Trash Town. Goodbye.